Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo! Now that's exactly what we pray for. Amen. That open heaven. That lock that's high is broken in the name of Jesus. And the heavens are open. The lock is broken. The heavens are open. The lock is broken. Let's believe that today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You got back problems? Hmm. Amen.
Thank you, Lord. Somebody give God some praise. Amen. You know, that really, it shouldn't be foreign. It should be a natural occurrence, but never grow familiar with it. Never grow familiar with it. If you do, you lose it. Uh, we should always stand in awe. Always stand in awe of what God does. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. She is standing in this morning for Karen Riddle. And this is your grand grandmother. And uh, for, for cancer to be healed. And so... We want to believe God for that today. The name of Jesus, you think about this. What the Word of God says is that He set Jesus far above all principality, power, dominion, and might. Listen, and every name, and every name, and every name. And then in Philippians, He says this. He said, God has highly exalted Jesus, given Him a name above every name, that at His name every knee should bow. Of things in heaven, and things in earth. No cancer in heaven. There's cancer in earth. And that every tongue should confess that he's Lord. So we're going to believe cancer is subservient to the name of Jesus today. Amen. It is subservient. Karen Riddle, we speak healing over her. So let's pray right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just, right now, she stands in for Karen Riddle. The name of Jesus is above this cancer. The name of Jesus, your son, Father, your only begotten son, is above this cancer. We speak to that cancer in Karen's body, and we curse you. We curse you. We curse you from the root. We break your power with the name of Jesus that is above you, and we command you to die. Every root of you, every tentacle, in the name of Jesus. We command you to wither and die from her body. Lord, we speak life and healing over Karen. We thank you for a complete wholeness and soundness. Father, that you'll turn it around in the name of Jesus that is above every name. We speak that today, Father God, and thank you right now. We speak, Lord, to this blood 
in the name of Jesus to her immune system. And we say red and white blood cells, rise up, do what you're supposed to do. In the name of Jesus, red and white blood cells, do what you're supposed to do. Immune system, be strengthened. Run this cancer out in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Father. She stands in. Lord, we agree together with her that it's done. In Jesus Christ's name. And we receive it, Father. Amen. 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 All right. Unidentified cancer, swift moving, mm -hmm. and he's going quickly. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I want to stand in for him. Okay, what's his name? Brian Wisbeth. Brian Wisbeth. The cancer is running swiftly. Is that what the doctor said? That's what they. That's what they said, and okay. it's, they can't. They can't detect what what cancer it is. It's okay. Well, the Bible says. His word runs swiftly. Amen. <laughs> so we're going to put the word that can outrun the cancer. Amen. Amen. Yes. The word is going to slay it. We're going to believe that. We're going to believe it for Brian. Amen. Father, we right now agree together over Brian. Lord, and we release the power of God. Your word runs very swiftly. And I thank you right now that it outruns this swift running cancer, catches it, slays it, brings it to naught. It dies in Jesus' name. Every tentacle of it in the name of Jesus. We curse it at the roots in Jesus' name in Brian's body. We say, cancer, die, die. You can't live there in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you right now that your word overwrites it, overrides it. And God, we give you thanks. Hallelujah. Heal. Oh, We speak the blood of Jesus into his bloodline. We speak the blood of Jesus into his blood. We speak the blood of Jesus into his blood. We speak the blood of Jesus into his blood to slay every abnormality in Jesus' name. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Blood be purified in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing Brian. Thank you for healing him by faith, Father. We believe it. We receive it. We receive it. Real life miracles. Real life miracles. Real life miracles, Father. Let your name be exalted, O God. In Jesus' name. We believe it. We believe it. Praise the Lord. There's a gentleman in the hospital right now. His name is John Lemon. John Lemon? John Lemon. And I work with his wife. And um, he's really close to death okay. right now. Okay. He um, lost his leg, mm -hmm. but um, he now has sepsis and MRSA. And they're having to go in Tuesday, and they're going to take his pacemaker out of him because that sepsis has run to right. his heart. Right, okay. And it's really um, not a good place right now. And mm -hmm. um, they gave him rosary beads and stuff like that. Rosary beads aren't going to do anything for him, and he doesn't, he's not saved. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. But I want to send a prayer of help with his wife. Amen. 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 Yeah. Just hold that in your hand. Yes. Amen. Yes. Tell us his name again. John Lemon. John Lemon. John Lemon. They call him yes. Bo. Hey, Amen. Let's agree together over this yes. cloth right here. Yes. Father, we speak to that blood. We speak to the blood. We speak to the blood that's in John Lemon. 
we speak to the blood. Lord, I pray right now that every toxic thing, every inflammation, we curse it in the flow of that blood. And we speak the blood of Jesus into His blood. Lord, we cancel that witchcraft of rubbing rosaries. Father God, because Lord, the only thing we're going to rub is the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus, Father. Lord, right now we cancel all of that stuff and call it void and of non-effect and powerless. And Father, we loose the power of God through Jesus' name to bring healing to John Lemon. Bo, completely cleanse his blood. Cleanse the blood. Cleanse the blood. Let the doctors be astonished. Let the name of Jesus be exalted. Let your great name be magnified, Lord. The name of Jesus above every name. Hallelujah. Lord, we prophesy against every false thing and every lie of the devil. Father, we speak the truth, the truth of the word. By your stripes, Jesus, he is healed. You bore the sicknesses. You carried the diseases. You took the pain, Lord. You did, Lord. You did, Lord. The chastisement of his peace was on you, Jesus. And we thank you with your stripes he's healed. Healed in Jesus' name. We receive it. We receive it. We receive it in Jesus' name. When his body comes in contact with this cloth, God, let it be so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's 11.30. We're going to believe God for the report. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 What's it to you? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You can be seated for a, a few seconds here, and then I'm just going to speak this word this morning. Very short. And we're going to pray again for people. Amen. I want to get some faith stirred up. Amen? Amen. You can be seated. I want to read to you from Ephesians chapter 1. Listen to what it says. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us, listen, with all spiritual blessings. All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. According as He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved. Somebody say, I'm accepted because of Jesus. In whom... We have redemption. In whom we have redemption. Through His blood. Through His blood. The forgiveness of sin according to the riches of His grace. Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for what You're doing. Father, I pray just have Your way today, God. We yield to You in every way in Jesus' name. Amen. 
But I want you to listen to me just for a few moments to give you some instruction here. When it comes to speaking and praying for protection over our lives. Just like we've been praying against cancer, back problems, all kinds of disorders that there might be that's in, that, that's in lives today. People that are wrestling with certain things, diabetes, uh, neuropathy, uh, just different problems that are there physically. And, uh, you know, so what I want to stir in your heart this morning is about getting hold of that foundation. Somebody say foundation. Foundational truth is important. It is important. For example, when we pray, uh, we pray things like Psalm 91. Man, I love that psalm. I love everything in it. You think about what it promises us and what it gives to us. But the last thing that it says, with long life he will satisfy you and show you his salvation. That's a good promise. With long life. Everybody say long life. Long life. Preceding that, he lets you know that you're not going to be decrepit messed up, sick, diseased, dying, dragging, if you read Psalm 91. Amen? With long life. Somebody say with long life. Life, life. The God kind of life. The God kind of life. All right? And then things like we put on the whole armor of God. Why do we put it on? So that we can stand against the wiles of the devil. If the devil can keep you sick, diseased, or kill you, because of what you believe. He's pretty much incapacitated you. Boom. It's done. Not supposed to live in fear. Somebody say, no fear. No fear. You also think about what Jesus says in Matthew chapter number 16 and 18. He says, he gives us the authority to bind. Whatever you bind on the earth, the Greek says it like this, shall have already been bound in heaven. Whatever that you permit in the earth is what God permits in heaven. We have the authority to forbid it. We have the authority to permit it. Amen? Amen? And so when it comes to binding the devil, we also want to loose what God has. Somebody say to loose it. It's like we talked about that lock that's high. That lock that's high. You know, we want the lock broken and the heavens open. We want an open heaven. And we're experiencing that right now, an open heaven this morning. But I believe there's more. I believe there's more. I believe there's more. And so one of the weapons that he talks about here in Ephesians is the blood in whom you have redemption. Everybody say redemption. 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 What am I redeemed from? Well, number one, I'm redeemed from sin. If I understand anything about sin, sin is the cause and the open door for every bad thing ungodly thing to come through the door anything dark anything dirty anything any disease or or infirmity it all comes through sin somebody say it comes through sin the devil has access through that but i'm redeemed what am i redeemed by the blood i'm redeemed by the blood of jesus somebody say i'm redeemed by the blood of jesus so one of the things that we want to do this morning is plead the blood of Jesus. Somebody say, plead the blood of Jesus. When we plead the blood of Jesus, what we're literally doing is we're invoking the power that's in the blood. We're invoking the power that's in His blood. The blood of Jesus. Somebody say, the blood of Jesus. Not man's blood. God's blood. Sinless, 
spotless blood. Now remember, I've taught you this so many times, is that what happened to man when he fell, his bloodline became contaminated. There wasn't anyone on the earth that could redeem mankind. God searched. Nobody. It took Jesus. Somebody said it took Jesus to come to this earth in a human form, be born like you and me, have blood in his body that didn't come from no man, but that came from God Almighty. That's why the virgin birth is important. That's why that immaculate conception, as they call it, is important. Jesus born of a virgin. His blood is the blood of God. He is the God-man. Somebody say the God-man. Jesus always existed, but he came to this earth in the form of a man to be born so that he could die on the cross and shed his blood. Amen? So we're releasing our faith in the blood of Jesus today. We're releasing our faith in the blood of Jesus because we're using that authority and that power. Somebody say His authority. His authority. Now, to understand this, I want us to go back into the book of uh, Exodus to the Passover. Everybody knows what that's about. When God comes and He tells Israel, He says, look... He said, Pharaoh's had you in bondage for 400 years. Pharaoh is a type of the devil. Egypt is a type of sin. They had been in that bondage for 400 long years. Pharaoh was a taskmaster. The devil is a taskmaster. Whatever Pharaoh said, they had to do. All right? And so they had been there for 400 years. There's probably around 3 to 4 million of those Hebrews that were there in that slavery. And so they begin to cry out to God. They begin to cry out to Him. And the Bible said that God heard their cry. And what he did is he sent Moses. Somebody say he sent Moses. Moses goes and stands before Pharaoh, and what does he do? He says, God said, let my people go. I want to tell the devil today, and I want to tell sickness, and I want to tell disease, and I want to tell bondage. I want to tell fear. Let God's people go. Let my people go. The devil has no right. And so what happens here? The Bible said that Pharaoh refused it. And as a result of that, God sent ten plagues. The last of those plagues being the death of the firstborn of all in Egypt. Every male. Now get this. And so Israel is living in Goshen in Egypt. And the Bible tells us that God says to them, I want you to get a male lamb, one year old. I want you to kill it. I want you to slay it. And I want you to... Take it and roast it and eat it with bitter herbs and spices. I want you to get that lamb and as you roast it, and I want you to close the door, go inside the house. You and your family eat this, a lamb per house. Are you listening? They were to eat it with their standing up, with their clothes on, ready to go. Because when God steps in, the devil has to leave. When redemption comes, everything changes. Your night, your night is turned into day. Your sickness gets healed of, from your body. It, it has to go in Jesus' name. Everything that the enemy has been up to is destroyed because of the blood. Everybody say, the blood, the blood. And God tells him, he said, now you take the blood of that lamb that you slay, and I want you to put it on the lintel of your doorpost, and I want you to put it on the sides of that doorpost. 
And I want you to close the door behind you and I want you to go inside and I want you to eat that lamb like I told you because the deaf angel is coming through the land tonight and he says, this is my token to you. The blood shall be a token upon your house that you dwell in that when that deaf angel comes through to destroy, I will not allow it to happen to you. Why? Because of the blood. Somebody say because of the blood. What were they doing? Pleading the blood of that lamb. That's all they did. They put the blood of a lamb, an animal. Somebody say an animal. How much more shall the blood of Jesus? How much more? Now think about this. And so they put that blood there on that door. That death angel came through the, through the land. Every male of every child died that wasn't protected by the blood. Every male animal died. Because it was not protected by the blood. And so the next morning there was a cry. The Bible said, well, at night the cry went out through Egypt because of the death of their firstborn, of every creature, every living thing that died. And they wanted Israel to, they wanted those Hebrews out of there. Let me tell you something. You're hot in the hands of the devil. The devil does not want to be dealing with you if I can connect you to the blood and cause some faith to get stirred up in your heart today that he understands, man, I don't want anything to do with these blood-bought, spirit-taught people of God. I know that there was a high priest of Satanism that got converted. I want you to listen to this because this is powerful. High priest of Satanism that got converted. And he told the story. He says, he says I want to tell you what kind of, a, kind of power that I had. I can go into a locality, a, 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 a region, and I can lock it down. He said, what I do is I go in, and I go into the four corners of that. I make sacrifice. I use animal's blood, and I will put it on the four corners of that property, and I will curse it. And he said, I have the power that to allow, after I've done that, he said, I lock it down, and I, I, can, I can release a principality or a power to come and rule over this area. He said, but one thing that you need to know, he says that, the only thing that can break that power is a blood-bought child of God. Mm. Did you hear me? The only thing that can undo what I've done is a blood-bought child of God that knows how to pray. My God. So when I pray, I want it backed up by the blood of Jesus, not the blood of animals. Listen, that high priest of Satanism after he was delivered and converted, told this story, and he wanted people to understand. He said, look, I took animal's blood. I marked the property, and I went out and locked it down so that everybody, they were oppressed. I could release depression. I could release suicide. I could release uh, immorality. I could release all of these things. He said, but when God's blood-bought people would come and they would pray, they could undo what I had done. Now listen, listen. This is so important to understand, especially like in our region, in our locality, in our state, in Virginia, is we want to know why is all of this hell happening and what's going on. It's because, you know, when, if you understand that God has things divided up, and allow things to be. That's why there's pastors here, pastors there, churches here, churches there. And not every church is anointed like that. 
Because not every church has faith to believe it or neither understand it would say there is no way that some high priest of Satanism is going to be able to lock down a region or a county, not going to be able to do that. Some people just don't believe that stuff. We had a young lady, and I've told this story before, in Roanoke, Virginia. They said the, the kids in the high school had gotten together and formed this little uh, coven, and they would go out and worship the devil, and they would slay animals and, and have blood sacrifices. And she, she came to church, and her mother was so disturbed because she says, Look, we're living in a brand-new house, and pictures are moving on the wall, and the couch is jumping out on the floor, and the back deck just fell off. And she said, I don't understand how that happened. And then she began to, and I said, It sounds like something is going on here spiritual." and come to find out that her daughter was mixed up in this. So we, we got her in there, me and Deborah. We prayed. We bound the devil. We commanded her to be, we commanded it to loose her and let her go. She got delivered in Jesus' name. And you know what? No more pictures shaking, no sofas moving, and no deck coming off of a house. Amen. You know why? Because of a blood-bought child of God that believed the name of Jesus was above it. Oh, Oh, yeah. How come there's so much homosexuality over here? How come there's so much, you know, uh, rape and incest over here? How come that there's so much, uh, you know, disease over here? How come there's all these different things that are happening? Some devil has locked it down. But we have the power to unlock it by loosing it in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Whatever thou shalt bind on the earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever thou shalt loose on the earth shall have already been loosed in the heaven. God says, look, if it ain't happening in heaven, you have the authority to not let it happen on earth. And so it's important here when we think about the blood. Everybody say the blood. The blood, the blood. They were instructed to take that blood and apply it. We have to be the same way. We have to apply the blood. Somebody say apply the blood. Man, I love this. And so they applied that blood, and they were able to walk out of Egypt. I said they were able to leave Egypt. I said they left Egypt blessed. Somebody say blessed. 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 So you think about this. When we speak or pray a phrase like, I plead the blood of Jesus, whether it's over a person or a place or a circumstance or against our financial need or health or whatever the stronghold of the enemy may be, that we spiritually apply the blood against those things and whatever Satan has locked, we loose it by pleading the blood. Somebody say, I plead the blood. So we have to put our faith in that blood of Jesus. If that blood of that lamb did that for those Hebrews in Egypt and they walked out of that bondage of the greatest nation on earth, it could not hold them captive anymore. They walked out with the wealth of Egypt. The Bible said in the Psalms that there was not a sick one or a feeble one among them. Listen, when God does something, He does it right. He doesn't do it halfway. Don't ever let a religious devil tell you that you just got to learn to live with it. No, we don't have to learn to live with that. We need to learn to live under the blood. We need to learn to live under the power of the blood of Jesus. Now listen, listen. So we need to plead the blood of Jesus. Somebody say, plead the blood of Jesus. When we plead the blood of Jesus, we're releasing our faith in the blood. I believe in redemption. 
I believe I'm the redeemed of the Lord. Somebody say amen. I believe it. We're speaking and declaring what is made possible by the sacrificial blood of Jesus when he died on the cross for us. Revelation 12 and 11, what does it say? And we overcame them by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Revelation 12 and 11. We overcame them, devils, demons, all the hell that the enemy can put out, we overcome that by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen. So when the devil comes to attack any area of our lives, our response should always be, I plead the blood of Jesus. Uh-huh. See, when he threatens our family, what are we going to do? I plead the blood of Jesus. When he threatens our lives, what are we going to do? I plead the blood of Jesus. When he comes to tempt us, what are we going to do? I plead the blood of Jesus. When he tries to break us down, what are we going to do? I plead the blood of Jesus. When he tries to steal from us, what are we going to do? I plead the blood of Jesus. When he tries to put fear on us, what are we going to do? I plead the blood of Jesus. When he attacks you with the C word, what are you going to do? I plead the blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Because that blood is powerful. This morning, you're blood washed. If you're a child of God, if you've asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins, you're blood washed. The blood is your weapon. I said the blood of Jesus is your weapon. The blood of Jesus is your weapon. The blood of Jesus is your weapon. Plead the blood. Plead the blood. I'm reminded of Dr. Zerubbabel that has been here. This is going to be my last story. We're going to pray for some people again. Dr. Zerubbabel from Uganda. How many remember him? Ebangit Zerubbabel. What a name. (laughs) But we called him Dr. Zerubbabel. We could have called him Dr. Z. But he would tell these stories. And I I would sit down and talk to him. I said, look, I said, I want you to talk to me. Because... One of the things that he talked about is basically some of the stuff that this guy that was the high priest of Satanism. Because what this high priest of Satanism would do, he would go through, he would do astral projection. He would actually flop into the heavens and curse these areas and do all of these things to bring a lockdown. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. Somebody say the heavenly places. Hallelujah. Oh, listen to this. There's actually a story about the Apostle Peter. I think it's some apocryphal writing that the Apostle Peter, there, was, there were people that were so demon-possessed that they could actually fly through the air. And they were bewitching people. And so Peter said, in the name of Jesus, I command you in the name of Jesus, fall! And they would fall out of the sky. Somebody say, that's wild. That's wild. But I'm going to tell you something. It's wild to me that a disease can get in our body and kill us. It's wild to me that as an invisible force in this earth known as the devil or in this world that's out to kill, steal, and destroy. Thank God, it might sound bizarre, but I thank God on the other hand for the power of the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross of Calvary that gives me authority over the devil and authority over sin. Hallelujah. So we want to take that that the devil has has locked its high. We want to break that today generational curses of families. Well, my mama had it. My daddy had it. My grandfather had it. It's in the family line. I mean, you know, they died from it. I guess I'll die from it too. You know, they lived to be 54. And I guess, you know, I'm coming up on 54. I guess I'm going to die too. Where did you find that in the Word of God? 
The Bible said that you will live long and prosper because God is with you. That is His will in John chapter 3. Come on. With long life, Psalm 91. With long life, He satisfies us and shows us His salvation. God wants you healed. God wants you healed. God wants you healed. God wants you healed. I said God wants you healed. God wants you healed. God wants you in health. God wants you full of life. He wants you full of vigor. He wants you strong. Come on, somebody. He wants you healthy. Amen. He doesn't want your immune system to be messed up. He does not want you to be diseased. He doesn't want you to die prematurely. He wants you to live long and prosper. Why? So that the world, when the world sees you, that they're going to say, man, I don't know what they're doing or what they're taking, what kind of a supplement that they might have. But I wish I had that because, man, they, they are really thriving. I want to say our supplement is the blood of Jesus. It is the power of the life-giving blood of Jesus. And so we plead that blood. We speak that blood today. And so we're going to do that in just a, few, just a few moments from now. We're going to pray. We're going to pray for people. Listen, listen. The, if the devil has his way, he'll keep you right where you are. I like what Bailey says back here. He said, I believe God's going to grow me a leg. I do too. I said, I do too. Somebody said, well, I've never seen it before. Get ready. Get ready. It's happened. It's happened. Jesus was the first one to do it. When those lepers had fingers missing, noses missing, and limbs missing, when he cleansed them, they were healed. Their fingers grew back. Their nose grew back. Their ears grew back. Are you listening to me? My, 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 my. But see, we need to believe that God can do anything. Somebody say, He's going to do it. Say, He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Somebody's going to do it right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. I refuse to live with that in my body. I refuse it in Jesus' name. Somebody said, listen, you say, well, they prayed for me and nothing happened. Are you going to stop right there? You're going to get up and say, I believe that when they anointed me and when they prayed for me that my healing started and I refuse to let go of it. I am healed by his stripes. Listen, listen to me. Listen, did you know that most healings are progressive? Seriously. Most healings are progressive. I prayed for a lady that had a, a, short, a short leg, had elevator shoes and everything. The next day she called and said, man, you're not going to believe this. My leg has grown out. I said, oh, I believe it because I know Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Whatever the need is, what do you believe? Are you going to stop because you came to the altar and said, well, nothing happened to me? Are you going to get up and frail the devil with that? And tell him, say, wait a minute, devil, I got healed right there. He said, well, how come it ain't? He says, I don't see you healed. Say, I got healed right there. It is going to manifest in my body. I am not going to let go of it. I'm not going to give it up in Jesus' name. I'm hanging on. Amen. See, that's important to speak that every day, every time you think about it. Amen. You've heard me tell the story about the billfold. My God. I would ride down the road and scream out the window, Devil, you're not having my billfold. It was several years later that I got the call from Washington, D.C., and when I saw it come up, Swiss Chalet Hotel. Stop that. Swiss Chalet Hotel. 
I just said before she had time to speak, I said, you got my billfold? I didn't give her time to say, hello, this is switched. I said, have you got my billfold? Yes, sir, we do have your billfold. She said, hallelujah. See, what I'm telling you is you cannot let go. you got to believe God. Faith, faith. Jesus said, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? I'm going to say you're going to find it right here. I'm not letting go. I'm going to keep believing. I believe for the supernatural that the blind will see, the lame will walk, the dumb will talk, the devil will be cast out, the addicts will be set free. Come on now. I believe that Jesus never changes. So right now we're going to pray. We're going to pray. What can you believe God for? Listen, there was a baby that was born without a brain. They brought that, well, it was, they were born with a brain, but it was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was not fully developed. And the doctor said it's going to be a vegetable. He'll never be able to do this or that, yada, yada, yada. They brought the baby down. They anointed the baby and prayed for it. And you know what? That mother would not give up. She hung on in faith. The daddy hung on in faith. They started speaking the word every day. God, you you said that, Lord, when we anointed our baby, that, Lord, by the stripes on Jesus' back is healed. Do you know when they carried that baby back to the doctor, the doctor said when they did the x-ray, they said something is going on. Something is happening. What do you mean? Because this baby's brain is developing and it's not supposed to do that. I'm going to say, who told you it wasn't supposed to do it? Come on. Somebody say, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. See, he does the impossible. Amen? So right now, listen. Wherever you're at, whatever disease, whatever that it is, what we do is we give up too quick. We fail to keep confessing. We we fail to keep standing. But if you would declare it every day, as often as you think about it, I mean do it with vigor, do it in faith. Man, see, this thing is not wanting to cooperate.